So I don't know about you all, but my allergies have been acting up recently. Mine and Ember's pretty much the second I step outside, it's runny nose, puffy eyes, the whole nine yards. But thanks to my Hometics air purifier, the symptoms are gone as soon as I am back home. Hometics total clean air filtration system and UVC light removes up to 99.9% of airborne allergens like pollen, pet dander, smoke, and mold. It keeps me breathing easy all year round, even during allergy season. Whether you're dealing with allergies, allergies or you're just looking to keep your family safe, we've got good news. Right now, if you go to homemedics.com slash chatty and use promo code chatty, you'll receive a free replacement filter with the purchase of your air purifier up to a $99 value. And make sure you add the replacement filter to your cart uh, or else the promo code doesn't work. So again, you can get a free replacement filter when you go to H-O-M-E-D-I-C-S dot com slash chatty and use promo code chatty homedics. Episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. And we're back at it again. Yeah, what's up with you? <laughs> what is up with me? Well, hello, Broads, first and foremost. Hi. I'm like trying to think of an organic intro. <laughs> you know, I don't think it's ever going to work for me. I'm too much. I'm like, am I a radio <laughs> host? I'm like, like, I'm like, I'm a radio host. Must I'm just like, acknowledge. Whoa, 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 whoa. Welcome back, broads. It's a Thursday morning and we're here in the stew. Um, what is up with me? I, well, this weekend, I went back uh, to my mom's house mm-hmm. and <laughs> I was just me and Ember. Evan, like I've said in the last episode, Evan's been uh, working the seven days a week business. Um, and so I went with Ember down to my mom's place and I saw my grandma, who's mm-hmm. in her 90s, um, and she came over and, you know, because of like the pandemic and everything, we didn't used to, we weren't able to see her for a long time frequently. Yeah. So she ha- ended up, you know, she got all of her her shots and her booster and then she ended up getting COVID somewhat recently and was okay. Uh-huh. Thank goodness. Um, so now we can see her again, which has been so nice. So or like in close quarters yeah. now, not just like across the street yeah. shouting at each other. Yeah. Um, but I could not believe Becca. <laughs> what? She came over and my sister was doing her nails for her. It was so cute. And we started to talk about like my my boppy who passed away a while ago. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about like, oh, do you have like anything of Boppy's? Like I really would love, especially with Ember feeling mm-hmm. so connected to him. Like I would really love, uh, you know, if he used to wear these like thin leather ties that were like so iconic that I remember he'd have his suit and always he'd like 17 different colors of these thin leather Whoa, ties. Cool. And then this like, sick pinky ring i'm like do you still have boppy's pinky ring my nana a week after my grandfather passed away when i say got rid of everything got rid of everything clean after my own heart (laughs) just cleansed i was like nana i'm like i was young I, i guess i was i wasn't too young but I was in college and kind of doing my thing. And I guess I hadn't been asking about, you know, hey, can I have this of Boppies? And she's like, well, no one really asked. And I know Walter and he would have just wanted a clean house. So I just got rid of everything. That's really soon. (laughs) Like 
so soon. Wait, how did he die? Was he on his way out? He had, yeah, he, so he uh, got cancer. Okay. A few times and then, okay. and then. He was on hospice for a while. She had his so, boxes packed up by the by the door. I mean, she ready. was like, I was like, Nana, what in God's name? Like straight up, everything's gone. Oh, I'm like, like she was really like, sorry, I don't have anything. She's like, Boppy would have wanted other people to have it who need it, and so she just gave it away to everybody. Which, like, you know, it's Those it's thin great. Leather ties are in a landfill somewhere. I know. I'm like, I I know that you were wanting to, you know. Uh, uh, give things away but also I know that no one wanted those thin leather ties because those were not in style and I would have been wearing them like every day <gasps> wow that sucks so I was like Nana can you do me a favor and can we put aside some of your yeah, things yeah she's like I'm already cleaning house actually with my stuff I've given away three quarters of it sorry oh I mean that's the, that's what the conversation led to she was like no 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 like when I die because you know she's she's I, I've told you one on one that she's like very she's much ready. at peace and she feels ready and and she's like oh no when I die like just the memories are good you you don't need any of my things and I'm like but I but I would like to like you know have one of your necklaces as a remembrance and she's like no 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 I'm like Donna <laughs> It's like all going to her secret family. She's like, no, no, no. That's what I was thinking. I was like, who are you giving this to? I'm like, you got a boyfriend, Nana. Exactly. She's she's just leaving everything. Do you have a boyfriend? I think she might. That is so. She always talks about how all the guys hit on her still. That is so funny. I'm like, oh my God. Okay, here's the thing I will say though. Good for her because, you know, there. I had to deal with it. Uh, with some like great great aunts or something some people when they die they leave their shit a mess and then you have to go through their house and, and all the family has to do the painstaking work of deciding to throw out all their crap which is traumatic yeah that's true that, that's, that's really difficult and, and then, emotional not to mention oh man one of my some extent I don't even know what family member died that my mom and grandma had to go through and we were just kids so we were along for the ride you know one of those people where there's like closets you know and they've got like four different easter bunny figurines still in the package that are all the same thing and you're just like oh my god Uh uh-huh uh-huh. What do we do with all of this crap? And it's like you nightmare. said too, it's emotional because you're grieving with the loss, and sure. then you're having to go through everything and make the de- those decisions. And you're like, what is it? What was really important to them? Because clearly, right. since they have two drawers full of paper clips exclusively, right. everything was important to them. That's gonna be me when I pass, <laughs> like having to just go through piles of shit. Sorry. <laughs> No, my Nana, my Nana, it's the most opposite. When you walk into this woman's house, it is sterile. You could yes. lick any surface. Yes. It is so clean. And this is the woman who like, you know, for uh, any sort of, you know, Christmas or birthday when she writes you a little check, uh-huh. I get called within 24 hours. Have you cashed it? Yes. Are you going to cash she it? She keeps her books. Right. She used, the ledger. To be, she used to be an accountant. Uh-huh. So her book, like she keeps her books just organized she's still she's in her mid-90s she still does the accounting for my family's company wow a legend wow but also i'm always like so sorry nana i must be letting you down on a regular basis because i'm the 
opposite. <laughs> that truck's going to sit in the drawer for the next seven to eight months or probably longer. And then you're like, oh, it's expired. That's what's happened before uh-huh. where I'm like having to make the call. I'm like, Nana, I'm so sorry, but uh-huh. do you mind writing another one? And she's yeah, just she like, oh, Jessica. So stressful. Just the ticks. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, this weekend yeah. you were alone yes you were having to do the single parenting mode yeah it was super chill it was super chill we just yeah we didn't it it was actually everything usually goes smoothly smoothly when gray's gone i mean i mean granted the the difference is, is that i have to be in like i'm like in hyperdrive all day but it's good because it, it forces me to be in hyperdrive so i'm like wake up we do this while the kids are eating breakfast i'm washing the dishes then while they're outside of the backyard i'm folding the laundry and putting it away and then while they're like come back inside i'm like just like but then everything's like no one's fucking it up because i am just going perfectly in their path like cleaning everything and organizing everything and then they go to bed and the house is like perfect and i'm just like Ah, and then I just quietly read my book and I go to bed at like 930 and I love it. That is nice. It's it's great for a few days. I would not like it any longer than that because no. then I miss him. The kids miss. Oh, my God. It actually was so sad because Ruth like wakes up in the middle of the night. And she's like, daddy, daddy. And then, that's sad. It's Aww. really depressing. So I always tell him that. I'm like, I've heard the boys talk where Grayston talks about like how, you know, if he's gone, then they, you know, they're crying and they miss yeah. him. And and my, hear me out. Ember adores Evan, <laughs> but Ember is Ember is a girl's girl. Like she lived first and foremost as a girl's girl. She loves her mama. She loves dad. She loves when we're all together. Yeah. But she just she trolls the shit out of him. Uh-huh. So like. When he's not there, she'll be like, I miss dad. Is he is yeah. he working? I'm like, yeah. yeah. But then the second that man comes home, she does not give him the welcome that he wants. <gasps> like, she makes him pay. And she's just like, I had a great... Like, he literally will walk in and she'll be like, I loved having girls time. And I Evan's just being defeated. <laughs> just like, Evan, like, you can't take it personally. It's just her whole MO. It's not personal. And Evan will just be devastated. He's probably so hurt. Oh, he's so sad. And then especially when he t- when he has one-on-one time with her, he like goes like hard. He just makes sure that they just have the best time. He's so attentive with her. And so then when he's gone, he's like, oh, does she miss me so much? And he walks in and she's just like... Mom and I had the best time. And he's just devastated. It's so funny. I was listening to their last podcast and he was talking about like, he's like, yeah, I just, you know, I I could get better at like not trying to entertain her all the time. Mm -hmm. And now you're saying that. I'm like, well, that makes sense. Poor man feels so guilty probably. He's like, dad, you're not playing with me. Oh, and you're always gone. And he's probably just crumbling. Oh, she she loves to watch him just get devastated. It's so bad. He'll just feel horrible because he wants nothing more than to like be the best parent and he just adores her and she adores him. But they've got this funny dynamic where she in her little Scorpio energy is like, I will watch a man suffer. Wow. It's quite, quite powerful. Speaking of suffering. um, So with my seedlings, my plants that I've planted, I accounted for the birds, the rabbit, the cats, 
everything. And what I did not account for is my bitch of a three-year-old <laughs> who came through. She had already plucked out one or two of the seedlings. And I was like, please don't. Like, it kills oh, them. Like, no. please don't. She went through the other day. Pluck, 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 pluck. And I know young children have terrible impulse control. Like, they cannot help themselves. Yes, of themselves. course. She's like, I see this little thing coming out of the ground and I must I'm not pluck. supposed <laughs> to. And I have to just rip it out. I got... I really don't get that that upset. But I got so enraged i got so <laughs> enraged do you know what i did what you had actually given me this parenting tip this bad parenting tip before but i thought of you and i immediately started fake crying <laughs> i started fake like weeping which i actually did feel like crying it wasn't that fake so i was like because <laughs> i needed to i needed her to understand my emotion because right. i was but i was right. gonna yell at her so instead i started fake weeping and I go, you killed them. Like, you killed my plants. She starts crying. She oh, goes, dude. I'm so sorry. I'm so, so sorry. And then I felt bad. But then when I stopped and she saw that I was feeling better, she didn't even have real tears coming out. I was fake crying. And then, and then I realized cried. she was oh, fake crying. I'm so sorry. Back to me. It backfired. I mean, I think she really was concerned. But yeah. what was strange and a bit concerning to me it was that she then started fake crying to like express how sorry she was to me right she was like mirroring you a well, little bit yeah or she was just like i'm so sorry mom i'm so sorry and then she was crying and then she saw i felt better and then she was like and then there was no tears not strange <laughs> that's pretty intense we it's have some intense i'm like skits. i'm not doing that again by the way for the record i do want to say when i've talked to you about the crying i don't want just as this every day to ember i fake cried no no i was saying i've never faked cried but i literally like i will when i get angry oh never mind then Sorry. oh no but i'm saying when i get angry i will cry oh yeah and i've noticed then that's when ember she will responds respond and I'm like, oh, my God, it got through. And then <laughs> and then I realize I'm like, oh, my God, this is not good parenting. Like, I can't do that shit. No. You know, and so then I'm like trying Because right. when I get mad, I don't yell. I start to cry. Right. And I feel super overwhelmed. I'm frustrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when I cry. And so we've had these situations before where all of a sudden I'm I can't get through to her or yes. I'm so frustrated and I start crying. And then all of a sudden, because she's very sensitive she starts bawling. Yeah. And then she changes. Right. Versus when I'm like, you know, right. talking like, right. I, I, that's when I see the shift. Now, granted, long term, <laughs> this is not good. You're, and you're not manipulating. It's not like you're manipulating her and being like crying on purpose that Ember will feel bad. Or no, of course like not. That. But, but it's a human. Moment. I started to realize that I was like, oh, my God, when I've cried in front of her because I'm upset with her. Yeah. Then the then the guilt that she takes on yeah. is long. Like yeah. that's the shit that all of a sudden she'll bring up like six months later. Like, remember when I did that and you cried and it like has affected her? And I'm like, dude, this is the type of shit that like that like stays with her. And then we're gonna have to talk about in therapy later. And so I'm like, I need to just 
I had to then really reevaluate that I'm like, okay, you have to control the tears when you're frustrated and just maybe walk into the bathroom for a second, cry it out and then come back to Wait, her. Let's take a quick break. And then I want to talk more about this. I want to unpack this a little more. Okay. Let's, but, but we have to talk about our sponsors real quick. Then I, 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 I want to, to finish this conversation okay. out before we have a really fun uh, chat with Kate Casey, who's we're going to talk all about pop culture yes news all the news so we're pivoting in a minute okay broads los angeles was on fire last week okay not literally but i'm talking about the temperature all week we were just sitting like right below 100 degrees oh, yeah, it was really hot it was so hot um but listen when it's that hot the last thing anyone wants to do is plan an elaborate dinner and then spend an hour or more preparing it dripping sweat right no way baby the best way to stay eating good when it's hot or anytime really is with a little bit of help from green chef so maybe you've used Green Chef before. Maybe this is your first time hearing about it. Maybe you've heard about it from everyone and their mother. But either way, here's a reminder on how the service works. Each week, Green Chef offers 24 ever-changing recipes that are legitimately restaurant quality. And they're made using fresh produce, premium um, organic ingredients. And you get to browse the menu and see what looks good to you. And then Green Chef delivers exactly what you need to make the recipe. And the ingredients will be pre-portioned and partially prepared. All you have to do is follow the recipe card that's included in the package. And in less time than it takes to order takeout, you will have a healthy, delicious meal ready to eat. And you may have heard us talk before about HelloFresh. So just to set the record straight, we love them both because they sit under the same company. So you can expect the same convenience and quality from both, uh, just with different menu focuses and meal options. My favorite meal that I've had from Green Chef lately is the Baja uh, cauliflower bowls. Yeah. Literally amazing. Okay, ready in 30 minutes, unbelievably delicious, and hardly any cleanup afterward. Go to greenchef.com slash chatty130 and use code chatty130 to get $130 off plus free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash chatty130 to get $130 off plus free shipping. Uh, so family planning can be a complicated, complex subject for anyone. What you think you want today may not be what you want in a year, even in a month. But no matter what you think your future family might look like, the most important thing is that you have all the information you need to plan for any situation because when you know more, you can make better decisions for your body, your health and your future. In the past, getting insight into your fertility health would have required a visit to your doctor's office and hundreds or even over a thousand dollars. But now modern fertility has made it so much easier with their at-home fertility test. All it takes is a simple pr finger prank prick and when you're done you mail it back with the prepaid label within 10 days you're going to have your personalized results and these are like legitimate results too oh yeah the test gives you so much information and insight you'll find out everything from how many eggs you have to what your hormone levels are uh, and you even have the option to speak with a fertility nurse to review your results and options for next steps if you want if you want kids now never or maybe someday in the future modern fertility can help you feel prepared to make the best decision for you and your family right now modern fertility is offering our list Listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash chatty. So that means your test will cost $139 instead of the several hundred or even a thousand plus dollars it could cost at a doctor's office. So get 20% off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash chatty. That's modernfertility.com slash chatty. Okay, I wanted to talk about it more because I know some I know someone who now gets kind of triggered when even like someone is crying during an argument or something because they feel like the person's manipulating them. And it's because they felt really responsible for their mom's 
like, I guess, like upsetting her as a kid. One thousand percent. But then I'm like, I don't know. Like, is the solution to it feels like a catch 22 because it doesn't seem like. I feel like sometimes my parents hid emotions they were experiencing, Mm -hmm. maybe to not upset us or whatever. And then as an adult, I felt kind of totally out of touch with like the reality of how like the spectrum of feelings that people can feel in certain situations and made me feel even weird sometimes for reacting emotionally to situations. So I'm like, where's the middle ground? Because at the same time, it's like, if I'm if you're mad or if you're upset, as long as you're not taking out on it out on that person. And and I struggle with this, too, because I'm like, I see I also see my children being very affected by seeing me upset, seeing Ruth wanting to make me feel better. Yes. When I'm crying. And that is something that I really struggle with, like personally for my own shame as a parent that right. I try to figure out, which is exactly what I'm talking about with like this crying thing. It's like when I'm crying. Right. When I've cried in front of Ember, it's because I'm genuinely frustrated. Right. And it just comes pouring right. out. Um, or then when I get angry, like, and then I see the effects on that. And that, that like, really fucks with me because I'm like, I don't want to damage her in these ways. But I totally hear what you're saying, too, um, as far as, like, when you have parents. Because my parents were that way, too, where they hid everything behind closed doors, like any emotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that isn't I don't think healthy either and I also feel like it's at the same time it's tricky because it's also normal to be affected by someone crying in front of you to be like holy shit we feel it all the time in our relationships where you go holy shit I hurt you yeah Yeah. oh fuck and that stays with you because you're like oh I don't want to make I I don't want to be contributing to you feeling an intense emotion right and then, then the flip side, you're like, I want, I need to make sure that my child feels safe. Like, right. you know, yeah, like mom, mom is affected and frustrated with something that's happening. Right. Um, and I, then that's okay. But also like, especially when you're dealing with like younger children, right. like where's the balance right. with that? Well, I think bottom line, it, you, I don't feel like it's not like you're ever putting that on her. Like you're making me cry. I think that's what like some people have done in the past or do now you know it's like yeah you made me sad you made me cry then that's making a someone responsible for your emotions but like i don't know like what i yeah i don't know i listened to a podcast lately where someone was worried about it was a janet lansbury podcast where someone wrote in and they were saying they were worried because their child basically they came from an upbringing where they had to make everything right for their parent Mm -hmm. and then they were witnessing their child like trying to fix them when they were upset yes and being like you're sad mommy like no like let's be happy you know and like trying to and she was feeling really guilty about that and um she her advice was interesting because she was like, um, sometimes children just really want to understand why we are feeling, why we are expressing the emotion. Like they really want to understand why we're feeling that. Mm. And she was like, imagine if your child was crying and you didn't know why they were crying. 
And because this parent in particular was saying like, oh, and I just tell him like, it's okay to cry. Like, you know, it's, it's you don't have to try to make me feel better. She was like, imagine if like your child was upset and was crying and you were asking them like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Because we always, we always do that to our kids, right? What's wrong? Right, right, right. How can I make it better? That's immediately where right. we jump to. yeah. And she was going, if our child answered us and said, it's okay to cry. That's fine. I'm just sad. It's okay to cry. You would still, as a parent, be in distress and be like, what's yeah, going on? Right, 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 right. So that was really interesting to me where she was like, uh, I think she said basically like start with like, a, um, you don't have to get into a big adult conversations if it's a, but 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 like explaining in simple terms like why you're crying to your child mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and oftentimes that's all they want to know is like what's going on and then they feel put at peace when they just like know why it is you're feeling the way you're feeling totally no that that makes that was that's really that's that's super interesting and i definitely think that it's important to like let your your child cry like recently I was feeling super anxious about something and and I started crying and Ember was there and she was like, are you okay? Like, why are you crying? And so I just tried to explain it to her and I'm like, uh, you know, obviously without going into detail, but you know, this is kind of what's happening and, and, and I feel sad and I feel anxious and this is kind of just what it looks like sometimes when I feel sad and anxious and I'm going to be okay, but yeah. this is how I'm feeling right now. Yeah, yeah. And I love you. And, and yeah, yeah. you know, mommy, the, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, trying yeah, yeah. to like, let her know, like, don't All put this on yourself. Yeah, yeah. But I also did want her to see that where then I was like, okay, I need to edit myself is what it has to do with if I'm crying because something that she was doing is frustrating me. Uh, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think it's important for again you know people to understand that like actions can hurt people but in these cases it was like like especially over the past like you know six months when my bipolar has been really intense so like i feel like like maybe it's not just about exactly and i'm always a little bit here like the tears are always a little bit here so then Mm. all of a sudden when ember there's something that she's doing i'm frustrated I'm not frustrated at her. I'm frustrated that I can't figure out the best way to parent her to try to explain why these things should shift. And so then the tears are flowing because I'm frustrated at myself. Yeah. And then, you know, so then trying to figure out like, okay, I can't put that on her. That's not okay. Yeah. Oh man. Parenting is hard. Do you ever ever say that to her? Do you ever say like, I'm mad at myself? Yeah, I did one time. What'd she say? She got really upset. Really? Yeah. Huh. And so she got really upset and was super like, oh, I don't want to cry. She got really upset and was like, mommy, like, you're such a good mom. And then was like encouraging me. And it was so sweet. But I'm like, that's not her responsibility. Mm -hmm. And so then again, I'm like going back to the parenting books. Like, here's the truth of the matter. Like. Every day, I love being a mom, but every day I'm like, holy shit, this is so hard. I'm trying to do my best. I have no idea what I'm doing. I know for a fact that I'm doing things that I'm sure are not good as a parent. And I'm going to always try to do my best. And then again, I've said this before on the podcast, but then recognize one day that my daughter will look at me and be like, when you did this in the past, it affected me these ways negatively. And then to be like, fully acknowledge like yes and i am oh, so sorry i think that's all that matters you know what i mean versus it being like 
you know, coming from, yeah. Or you're like, well, you were, it's like, no, no, no. Like I need to recognize daily that as I try my best, that's all you can do, but know that, yeah, I'm going to do things that are going to affect her in the future. And I, I I want every, Oh dude, everyone's (sighs) flailing. Yeah. No one, no one. Oh, every single day. I'm like, Oh, I should not have fuck. I wish I didn't react to that the way that I just did. Oh my God, I really wish that I could just rewind time two minutes and have not responded in that way or had paid attention instead of being on my phone during that moment where they oh, just did God. this. Yeah. Or I wish that I had slowed down and listened to what they were telling me that they needed in one way or another. I mean, and then I'm like, when I'm, and then I always then deal with, oh my God, am I hovering too much? And then not letting her be independent. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's always every day. I'm just like, what am I, am I doing this okay? Look, I don't know. We're all, no. And we're all going to fuck them up. Yeah. And in one way or another. And I don't, that's why I'm also trying to have more grace for my parents too, because I'm like, Everyone's like coming from the best that they can with the resources that they and tools that they have. And everyone's operating usually out of what's so funny is that so often we project onto our kids our fears Mm -hmm. of stemming from Mm -hmm. what someone did to us. And usually that's not really the thing that our kid even needs help with. And we're so busy projecting onto them. What we don't want to repeat yep. and completely neglecting the part of yep. them that needs special care that has absolutely nothing to do with our childhood trauma. But it is what it is. And like you said, I think that's the best thing is that you can go back and be like, well, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And and you and Ember are going to be besties for life because of that. That's all that matters. <laughs> You're right. It's true. So I think the point is fake cry as much as possible. Yes. Yes. Manipu- okay. Manipulate. Manipulate. Gaslight. Yes. Girl yeah. boss. Parent. <laughs> girl mom. Boss mom. Boss mom. Hashtag oh boss mom. Oh my God. Mom. Well, speaking of a boss mom. Sure, we got a mom of five. Of a five who has an amazing podcast. What a segue. What a segue. <laughs> sorry, Kate. Jesus. What is what a segue? I'm so sorry. But we have uh, from Reality Life with Kate Casey. Yes, we do. Kate is with us to talk all things pop culture that are in the news. You want to get into it? Let's do it. Let's dive in, baby. And we are here yes. with Kate Casey of Reality Woo! Life Fame. Yes. <laughs> do you feel like you do you do you talk a lot about pop culture too, or just more like reality? Oh stuff? no, I definitely do. Yeah, you even like to talk about everyone. Even before I had a podcast, I would I had like a Facebook group where I would talk about pop culture, and even that <laughs> predated that, where I was like the weird weirdo kid that would just devour tabloid magazines, like. I would Uh go when I moved to LA, I would go and I'd buy a stack of magazines and just like, that was bliss. Like just get something to eat and just sit and like go through magazines. I think it's because I've always been fascinated by people. Like when I was a kid, you're gonna be like, what's up weirdo. I used to (laughs) go and look through my mom's yearbook Uh and I would ask her questions about all the kids at school. Like, okay, what street did they live on? What were their parents' names? How many kids did they have when you went back for the reunion? What were they like? Were they still married? Were they divorced? 
I oh am obsessed with people. I have a weird um, memory issue where I remember details about people. Yeah. So like everything somebody tells me, I remember, which is extraordinarily frustrating for me because people uh-huh. think I stalk them. Uh-huh. And it's weird for other people because they think that um, like I believe them to be the most interesting person in the world. And for oh. a period of time, I will. But I can't get that shit out of my head. Um, so I can see somebody 10 years later and be like, OK, so did you get into Berkeley and what did and what did you end up thinking of the school and who did you marry? Was it that guy that you were dating it when you were a junior? And they're like, oh, my God, you are so weird. So maybe <laughs> if you weren't doing this, maybe you'd be like a therapist because maybe you'd just be so interested in what people were doing with their lives that you would just keep mm. asking them questions about what they were doing. I I I see why you would think that. But the problem is, and you know this by now, is that I am a direct person. So I would be the it's, worst therapist because I go, then you'd be like, no, 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 no. I'd be like, no, no. are you, you fucking like, kidding me? You're still with this weirdo? Like, what is wrong with you? Life coach, right? <laughs> yeah, the yeah. people that don't go through school to become <laughs> therapists and they become life coaches because then they can say whatever the fuck they want to their clients, right? But life coaches often become cult leaders. So that's an issue. Well, oh, and that's that a could be a nice foray. Oh, by the way, <laughs> I just found out we, you guys have to look this up. I just found out that there is a dance team of people like TikTok dancers that this one girl in particular, her parents believe she's now operating in a cult. And it's this uh, company of that that basically represents TikTok dancers. And it's uh-huh. a cult. And I was like, you sign me up. Like, I need to know everything. And it's a, this <laughs> Pentecostal what? church in L.A., and now they've got a management company associated with them. What? It's called Seven <gasps> Film. I just looked at this up this morning because I did not take care of my kids on spring break. I was looking up this cult. And it's this <laughs> adorable girl who does like dance routines on TikTok. And her parents are like, she's part of this cult. How old is she? I think she's probably like 23, 24. She's really adorable, like great dancer. And yeah, they, basically they have this whole management company and there's a bunch of TikTok dancers. This to me is like, that's my next documentary. I think I need to produce that. I like that. Oh, I yeah. like that. Anything yeah. involving TikTok too. I feel like as far as oh, documentaries sure. go, like production with like any sort of YouTube TikTok documentary, I feel like has only really been in the hands of the TikTokers. Yes. You know, like people in that circle, no one outside of it to like get that investigative journalistic eye on what's really going on with some of these houses. Or you could become part of the circle. You could become a TikTok dancer and then infiltrate. (laughs) I think they would be like, she's obviously not one of us. Because (laughs) I can't even do step aerobics. But (laughs) I feel like over the course of the show of mine, I've interviewed so many people involved in cults that I feel I have some mastery of cults that and I also grew up with a stepfather who was batshit crazy and lied about being a military veteran. So I am used to talking to crazy people. So I could be somebody who could go in and sort of, you know, wander through the hallways of whatever building that they have. And I could definitely get some information, but I can't dance. I like this. I know. I feel like this is definitely the next move. So you were saying we just did your podcast and you were saying that you were involved in like communications and PR. Can you get yeah. into that? So I what? Uh, so when I was in college, I studied political science. I was actually a White House intern when the Monica Lewinsky story broke. I Whoa. then went on to work at um, at a PR firm and I did crisis media litigation for global law firms and started my own firm when I was about 26 years old. So I uh, represented global law firms and did a lot of crisis work. So people would come to me and go, I'm in this huge disaster. Help me walk through it. 
And um, so I, that was my background before I did this. And when Becca, uh, I was a guest on my show and she was pregnant, I would text her and I'd say, this is what I would say to people. Like it, it all kind of bleeds into the other areas, but I've always loved stories involving, um, well, I always loved comedy, sports and news. And somehow I figured a way to kind of dip into a lot of those things, especially with the show. Nice. I'm just wondering, I'm like, when you're looking at all these like reality TV shows and Mm -hmm. pop culture, like with that background, are you just constantly like, why did you say that? (laughs) Just wanting to just go in and like help people figure out whatever situation they've screwed up or sometimes uh, mostly I'm just kind of observing and then. Uh, like on occasion, I'll scream at the TV, but usually it's like in a good riff after I observe it, I take it in and then I kind of, you know, give my opinion. I do have a lot of housewife friends that will, you know, kind of contact me offline and ask me for advice on how to handle situations. You're an, Especially you're an analyst for reunions. A lot of uh, housewives call me and ask me advice yes. on how to like if you hear somebody on a reunion, a housewife reunion say, well, you know, that really doesn't represent my value system. That's a Kate Caseyism. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Because they'll say like, I well, that. I hate this person because she's a bitch and she did this and I would never do that. I went, so what I think you're really trying to tell me is they have a completely different value system. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'll hear it at the reunion. Yeah, nice. Nice. I like that. That's a yeah. good one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have my ears open now. Okay, well, <clears throat> we want to talk about some pop culture things today. So I mined some headlines. Thank you to E! Online, TMZ, and Hollywood Life, scum of the internet, for providing <laughs> these just headlines. Say, they're not your favorite people, but okay. No, 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 no. But... That's where I got the headlines from (laughs) in another one, which we didn't send over to you. But the big one, I think this week, the creme de la creme, I would say, is that Britney's pregnant. Britney Spears is pregnant. Can we unpack that? I like that she is so in her own life now that the announcement was very Britney-esque, where it's like this two paragraph. (laughs) like a uh, long winded post where she includes incredibly personal details, <laughs> acknowledges that she's had hard pregnancies. And I just thought th- I love that. It wasn't some stupid, like over the top gender reveal ceremony with like a picture of an ultrasound. She did it her way. Right, and right. then it also, I love it because I think of someone who is under her conservatorship had zero Mm -hmm. control of her fertility. Yes. Which bugged me to no end when I learned that. And so the idea of her being pregnant makes me happy because the, the fact that she can have her own child on in her own terms on her own time gives me enormous satisfaction. Oh yeah. Like what you were saying with her announcement post, I felt the same way where I'm like, (laughs) Oh my God, I'm obsessed. How Brittany, this is, it's like a cup of coffee and a flower. There's not this like perfectly (laughs) Mm -hmm. quaffed photo shoot that her and her man did. Like, and I also love too, just off of what um, you were saying with obviously with the conservatorship that she didn't have control of her fertility that she talked about in her caption where she was talking about, um, you know, her, her, perinatal depression mm-hmm. and how women weren't able to talk uh, back when she was pregnant about that. And she felt like she was a bad parent. And now she's able to step into this and kind of say like, yeah, I might be struggling with these things. I might be having depression, whatever that looks like. I feel the freedom to express that now. And I'm sure now feeling so supported by everyone who has fought for her conservatorship to end that there must just be 
I mean, I can't imagine the difference with this pregnancy even versus her first two. Well, I think that's what precipitated a lot of the uh, issues that she had was that she had undiagnosed postnatal depression. Yeah. And so I think uh, actually her story has done quite a bit for making people understand how badly women need attention after uh, a baby. Um, they need to check in with friends at their doctors. And I think they're as horrible as the story has been uh, the, the conservatorship that she's actually been a voice for so many women in so many different ways. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think she was saying she had perinatal depression. So it's depression when you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. So... But also, I think she had postnatal depression as well. She just acknowledges that, I think, in her post. But I I think that her inner circle has spoken about that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, and then also, too, with her first two pregnancies, like with then Kevin Federline, like at the height of her fame and paparazzi just following you everywhere like Mm -hmm. we were talking the other day on one of our episodes about like the idea of paparazzi and just how wild that is and being followed everywhere and having to have bodyguards and when you're pregnant we're all moms here when you're pregnant you're so I mean obviously we all experience different things but I feel like one thing in general is that you're so protective of your being and the idea of just infiltration happening from outside people put like you know the the tabloids covering everything and now to this you know i hope and pray for her that she's able to just to have the privacy that i'm sure that she will want through this um yeah it's wild i'm also a baby pusher like i'm somebody who wants everybody else to be pregnant because i'd love being pregnant um so (laughs) i'm just uh, my one friend is like jesus like stop with pushing babies but it's like i can't help it I'm like, well, oh, you're just saying, a, my yeah. husband was like, people probably have marriage problems and you convince them to have another baby. I'm like, oh, that's really not my fault at that point. <laughs> like, but a baby. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a baby. <laughs> what are your thoughts, B? Uh, they're going to get me in trouble, but I'm concerned. But that's realistic, too. I mean, yeah. Because, because, okay. Here's the thing. Everyone's been saying... Oh my God. Her, well, now it's her husband. Oh my God. He is so supportive of her getting out of her conservatorship. And I'm always like, yeah, duh. Who has something to gain from this person that no longer has a conservatorship and is going to marry the, this person? Who Who is to gain, to benefit from that? But wouldn't we think oh, that about uh, uh, anybody though? Yes. However, that? however, well, yes, yes. But with this guy, I'm like, how old is he? 28. He was an IG model who met mm-hmm. her on the set That's of a true. music video. That's Come true. on. Yeah. Come on. Uh, yeah. This guy, I mean, and now he's got her, now they're married and now she's having his child. And I'm kind of like, it's, uh, it's, I'm, all I'm going to say is that it's a great setup for him. True. Yeah. Though I fear for him if he tries to pull anything because clearly the Britney fandom yeah, will take this man down. <laughs> and if he has yeah. any plans like that, I would be very nervous for yeah, him. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't need to have any plans, though. I mean, he's already perfectly set in a quite comfortable life as it is attached to her. I feel like in the end, and I think there are a lot of women on reality television that I do see this too, is that for some women, they just want a baby so badly mm-hmm. that sometimes the guy is sort of irrelevant. Superfluous. Mm-hmm. 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 
I think that for her, the thing that she wanted so badly all those years was to to have the experience of having a baby again and do it the right way. That's but so fucking sad. It's kind of immaterial, the guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. I wasn't That's even sad. I wasn't even <laughs> mm-hmm. thinking though about about how you know because of like the conservatorship and everything, how she didn't have custody of her children. Yeah. So now this is going to be mm-hmm. a very like new experience for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she and. She, Forgive me if I'm wrong, but I don't think that the custody had anything to do with the conservatorship, technically speaking. Well, I think the conservative conservatorship became, came after a series of events where she, mm-hmm. one time the helicopters had arrived. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Um, and she had hit herself in a, in, in, a, in a bathroom in her house because she wanted to spend time with her sons. And through the custody arrangement, she was supposed to <sighs> hand them over. Oh, and so, so dark. It's it, it, it the whole story gets really dark and muddled, um, and I don't even know if we'll ever know the the total truth. But no, of course oh, not. There's course so not, much. Yeah. I mean, there's so much to already presented where you're like, this is someone who was really screwed over as a parent. Mm-hmm. That yeah. opportunity was not was not really given to her. What it was when it was deserved. Well, and mm-hmm. this is what I think. Mm-hmm. Also, it's like the the it's it's what's really kind of interesting and a little bit ironic to me is like it it obviously just wasn't only the conservatorship either and what i think is the other side to it was also the rabid britney fans like that's why there was the paparazzi following her everywhere Mm -hmm. hunting her down having to be involved in every single part of her life that will drive someone Mm-hmm. That will create big mental issues with someone. And that's what I do think is a little bit ironic sometimes is this intense Britney fandom that is like we're protecting her. But at the same time, it's like this rabid Britney fandom is also what has led her to the place that she is right now. It's not yep. just it's not just her family. It's the situation with these millions of people that are obsessed with her and her every move. Yeah. So anyway, the whole thing's un- it's uh, unfortunate situation hopefully the Britney yeah. fandom has learned and will respect her privacy <laughs> i know yeah I know. Yeah, yeah let's hope the internet is just a little bit more respectful of people's privacy and we're not trying to you know figure out every detail one, the one good That's thing though is that me. since the first experience with her children is that social media allows people to have their own curated channels so very she, true she, she can put out more of what she's comfortable putting out. And I think that it's cut off the power of the paparazzi and maybe it'll cut off some of the power of the people that so often violate her privacy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I would imagine too, after the experiences that she's had, even though now because the conservatorship is over and she has the freedom to move about the way she wants to, I would imagine she will be extremely private and probably be staying home most of the time having had the paparazzi experience that she has and lord knows the money that would go for a photo of pregnant britney is just well and regardless of what the guy what the guy's motive is her husband now husband is has been a consistent presence in Mm -hmm. her life Mm -hmm. from what we've seen on social media yeah so that's good well so crazy Crazy story, but I, again, I'm glad that she did it on her own in her own terms. I, I was surprised it was like, oh, turns out I'm pregnant. Like she didn't even wait for the first trimester. She's just like, 
you know what? It is what it is. Here it is. Yeah. 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 And I love that. It's just an image <laughs> from this random photographer. I love it so much. It's so good. I'm like, I'm like, if I ever get pregnant again, I'm like, I'm not doing some big announcement. I'm going Brittany and I'm using someone else's picture and just posting and being like, hey, just FYI. Okay, broads, one interruption here. It's pretty common knowledge that bras have a bad rap, okay? I mean, there's literally cliche after cliche talking about your bra coming off the second you walk in the house because they are that uncomfortable, which for something a lot of us wear every day, there has to be a solution other than just grin and bear it while I get poked by underwire all day. In the recent years, baby, it's been years I've started buying my bras exclusively from Third Love and hallelujah, every bra is so comfy taking it off when I get home from a long day is the last thing on my mind. That's because Third Love obsesses over the details in their products. Each piece is designed to hug better, hold stronger, and support longer. Their bands never dig into your skin. The straps are comfortable and supportive, and you'll never be poked by an underwire again. Third Love bras are truly the best, and if you ever get a bra that you don't love, you can return or exchange for free for up to 60 days. You can even tap into Third Love's team of fit stylists to help you figure out what didn't work and Get you into something you love. To get started, you'll take Third Love Third Love's online fitting room quiz. Even if you think you know what size bra you should be wearing, I 100% suggest taking the quiz anyway because there's a good chance you're wrong. I know I was. In fact, 80% of women currently wearing the wrong are currently wearing the wrong bra size. The fitting room quiz will help you get into the size you're meant to be wearing, and then let the shopping begin. Starting with a whole range of products suggested to you based on your quiz results. We're obsessed with Third Love and are pretty positive you will be to take the quiz today and get started feeling is believing give your boobs the 24 7 comfort and support they deserve upgrade your bra today and you will get 20 percent off your first order at thirdlove.com slash chatty that's 20 percent off at thirdlove.com slash chatty so when it's warm and sunny and honestly even when it's dark and cloudy and rainy you would be hard pressed to find me without a pair of sunglasses on okay they're just the perfect functional accessory that can finish off any look and because i like to switch up my styles a lot uh we can run into a problem okay good quality sunglasses can cost a ridiculous amount of money and sunglasses that don't cost a ridiculous amount of money are usually cheaply made and break after a few uses but don't worry we have a solution for all of us sunglass lovers alike listen blenders eyewear mm. it's the best blenders makes the best sunglasses that aren't made of like super thin cheap practice plastic and they don't break the bank so it's the best of both worlds from san diego california blenders founder chase fisher started the company by selling stylish sturdy glasses on the beach while doubling as a surf instructor which is quite literally the most perfect origin story for a sunglass company it really is and now blenders has grown into a team that includes multiple in-house designers they're constantly churning out new styles from orange polarized wraparounds to tortoise shell frames with colored lenses to classic black options there are so many different styles to choose from and different styles to love. Oh, yes. And there are some really awesome products uh, on the site aside from sunglasses, uh, like a snow collection, reading glasses, blue light glasses. I actually have the blue light glasses from Blenders and I wear them when I work and they've helped me so much with my eye sensitivity from looking at a screen all day mm -hmm. long. I can't believe I ever worked without them and they're so cute. To score 15% off your Blenders purchase, visit BlendersEyewear.com and enter promo code ChattyVIP. That's BlendersEyewear.com, code ChattyVIP. You'll get 15% off. Blenders rocked with pride worldwide. 
Um, yeah. Speaking of people who, with like Brittany and her uh, uh, hubby, who are now married, or excuse me, now engaged, are J-Lo and Ben. There's a couple engagements I want to talk about. Yeah, well, J-Lo you know, and Do you ben. not feel like I'm responsible for this engagement? Tell well, me. What? Tell us. <laughs> so if we're going to go back in time, about a year and change. So Southern Charm, are you familiar with that show? Yes. Okay. So at the reunion, Craig says to Madison, you know, in it was in regards to Austin. He said, well, you know, you were breaking up or trying to break up a marriage dating with an, an ex MLB baseball player. And so that aired on a Thursday. And so I interviewed Danny Baird in between the airing of the first and the second uh, showing of the reunion. And I asked her, God, you must have been like, what did you think of that when Craig said the XMLB part? And she said, oh, I know it was crazy, but I kind of had known about it. And I threw spaghetti at the wall. I just said, well, what did you think? I mean, rumors that could have been like Alex Rodriguez. And uh-huh. she and she confirmed it. She said, oh, oh yeah. well, I knew because, you know, she had talked about it on set. And I was like, go, 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 go. Like, oh. the hair. So I was like, <laughs> what? So I was like, oh, okay. Oh my God. Oh my God. So then I remember that when there was all that speculation yes. going back and forth wow. about who it was. So the episode comes out Tuesday and I post it like 12 midnight by 5 a.m. My phone is exploding because everybody was like, oh my God, it's a confirmation that it was that Madison was talking to A-Rod. Oh my God. So then I started getting calls um, they wanted me to pull the episode. I was my, my episode was like, fuck off. Um, and then she finally confirmed it later in the day. But I, I joke, but I was serious. I was like, JLo snipers are going to take me out. <laughs> um, so they ended up breaking up like a couple weeks later. Yeah. And then she got back with Ben Affleck. And I feel like she's found her happiness and I deserve to be invited to that wedding. Oh, yeah, 1000%. Yeah, 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 right, right, right. <laughs> You're like, if I'm not giving a toast, then. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about this whole getting back with the ex situation, getting engaged after? I think that was her real, real true love. I yeah. think, yeah. And I think that for, for some reason, I, I see why she likes him more than he likes her, because I think for her, it's difficult to find somebody that matches her power position in the entertainment industry mm. and um he's creative but in a totally different way i felt like alex rodriguez was like so insecure around her where ben affleck has his own confidence his own success success and that their their creativity doesn't really overlap that much it's in different spaces um so i think she was always in love with him that guy i'm a little bit more on the fence with i feel like his addiction issues make me a little bit worrisome that in the end, it might not work out because she doesn't even drink. So I don't know how that's going to work out. But um, I mean, I think that she ultimately always was in love with him. So maybe this will be the last one. But four marriages. I mean, God bless her. And then my friend Stephen. Is that really, is that really the fourth? That'll be the fourth. And Stephen, my friend, is a wedding planner. And he was supposed to do the wedding to Alex Rodriguez. So he has uh, her personal Pinterest page. So we would look <laughs> at it time to time because it would have all oh of her God. wedding ideas. And then if she was going to change so her relatable. haircut and her outfits, like we always knew ahead of time. We we're like, oh, she's going to cut her hair. Um, <laughs> He's logging. <laughs> so we like, I, so I got to go back and look what the wedding. I, I'll probably find out what the wedding uh, motif will be. Who are her three husbands? So she was married to Ohani Noah, who was a, a, a dancer. 
that she met while I think she was filming Selena or something. Okay. So she married him and then she married um Mark Anthony. Mark Anthony and then there, and then there was one other. There was one other. I forget it mm. right now. Mm. There was another guy. Fuck, I forget it right now. But anyway, yeah, it'll be fourth. <laughs> but I'm sure it'll be over the top wedding. Um, I like that she did the video again because it's like they're controlling their own narrative. And so that ring of hers is green, which is, you know, he bought her that pink ring for the original um, engagement. And she said that green <laughs> is like a powerful color for her. Got to be honest with you. I would not be enjoying that ring. I know it's mm-hmm. huge. It's let probably worth $8 million. What do you guys think about that ring? Hold on. I haven't seen it. I got to look it up uh, now. I mean... You know, I think of her very famous, uh, what, which was Versace it? Uh, her Versace green dress. So like when I see the green, I do, I do imagine JLo always in that Versace dress. So like yeah. it lines up for me. Um, but if I had a ring that large, I probably wouldn't want it to be green. No. <laughs> I feel like okay. I'll just go with a classic. It, it a looks classic like diamond. a St. Patrick's Day costume jewelry kind of thing. Yeah, I would be where <sighs> I, I would struggle when, photo. when I'm JLo. And I am never not, you know, at an event uh, or dressed up for something. I'm like, this doesn't match with everything. Okay. And oh, that would bother yeah. me. Okay. That would bother me. Here's my review. First of all, I believe that's a silver band. <laughs> that's out for me immediately. <laughs> that's so this is so like um, maybe it's not a silver band. Maybe it's got diamonds on it. This just screams to me like a man picked it out. Oh, but for sure. That's, mm-hmm. you know, that's mm-hmm. also the shit. You know, when was you guys, a little creative. <laughs> <laughs> he was really mixing it up. When <laughs> you guys were saying green, you know, I was picturing emerald green, not jade green. Mm-hmm. So this whole jade green scenario, it just kind of looks like costume jewelry. I, I think so, too. Yep. You know, and he did a pink ring before. Mm-hmm. What? Okay, we gotta see the original. Find the original pink ring. Ooh, now I like what ring? Ooh, that. See, I like the A Rod engagement ring. That's just a mm-hmm. fat, yeah, that was rectangular rock. Mm-hmm. That looked like that looks like J Lo picked that ring out. That's what that looks like. Um, well, and it's just a giant diamond. But yeah, now now he, she didn't even get a diamond. Yeah, what? And he picked out a pink one before. See, this is just mm-hmm. he really thinks he's doing something. I feel like Ben really Affleck thinks he's doing something. I feel like Ben Affleck is the guy that you know when you get your jewelry from your new boyfriend, and it's you know uh, a heart encrusted in diamonds, and it's expensive, but you hate the way that it looks, and you're like, thank you so much, honey. I so appreciate I know. it. I, she's faking. You know? So you think she's it's beautiful? Faking, do you think she's faking it? Yeah, yeah, I think she. Beautiful. I think she absolutely adores yeah, green him. Green is a and, powerful color, and I yeah, agree sorry. with you. Like, I think that this is probably her her true love, and Hollywood, and maybe addiction or whatever came in the way of it. Um, but I think that she's probably really happy. But but at the same time, too, it's J Lo. If J Lo didn't like the ring, I would imagine she'd be like, before I announce anything, we're getting a new ring. Doubt it. Do you think she called Leah Remini and she's like, listen, I love this guy, <laughs> but for fuck's sake, this thing is so ugly. I can't wear it out. Uh, I mean, it is like a lot. It's They're like just on FaceTime and she's like, look at it, Leah. Yeah. What am I supposed to say? <laughs> no, it's huge, but I hate it. I think she hates yeah. it and she's taking it to the grave. She hates she, it and she's oh, taking the grave. She goes, okay. I'm so in love with, mm. with Ben. I'm so excited. And her head, she's like, green? Like, mm. why did you pick this? Now, mm. what are, She'll never admit it. What are your thoughts on how it was announced where she posted on her Instagram mm-hmm. and she said, I have some big news and you're going to have to follow my private circle on the JLo.com to yeah. find out. 
And so she basically so has stupid. like a Patreon oh, on the brilliant. JLo to find out about that she was engaged. Well, what are your I, thoughts on this? I find, I mean, everything she does, she makes a ton of money. So props to her. Um, True. I, oh my gosh. I, I find that that's less perplexing than her selling skincare with and saying that she never had Botox. That is more perplexing to me mm-hmm. than than having people pay to get the the video and news of her engagement. Does she say that? <laughs> she said she's never gotten Botox. Yeah, she's like, oh, here's the face cream I use. And she does like a whole video. And I'm like, uh, you're like 49 years old with like not a line on your face. Who are we kidding? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, J-Lo beauty. If you go, right, if right, you right. go back in time to like Selena days, like she has lines on her face, but now they've miraculously disappeared well this that's, is because why, of J, that's because this of that's because of jlo beauty that's because <laughs> of jlo beauty kate it reverses aging this is why it's always good to have a friend who does aesthetic medicine because you can text them and ask them like is this a bag of bullshit and invariably they go it sure is <laughs> yes. oh and especially mm-hmm. once you get it i get botox and once i started to get it <laughs> now i can very clearly tell i'm like oh i know every mm-hmm. i can see where you get it in your jaw or where yes. you get it like the the lift mm-hmm. and i will tell you that i was once nose to nose well you know a foot away <laughs> from j-lo i was in a wardrobe situation where i was working with mark anthony and she was picking up the kids and i was very close to j-lo drenched in sweat because it was an awkward ex encounter and oh. it was terrifying for me there was some drama going on i think and so i was quaking opening the door to j-lo and i will tell you it looks like of course there's been botox who does it in hollywood but I mean, talk about skin. Like if she was yeah. using JLo Beauty. I'm like, my God, I'm buying it in bulk because that woman is probably the most stunning person I've ever seen. Like wow. shocking, shocking. So by the way, it doesn't look like you have to pay to be on the inner circle. You just have to enter your email and then you will be blasted with probably JLo Beauty emails for the Correct. rest of eternity. Yep. And maybe even farmed it out to somebody else as part of a telemarketing scheme, which will probably show up a couple years from now in an indictment. Yeah, I don't like giving my emails to things, so I was not going to do that. But I certainly salute the reporters that were willing to do so, so we could see that weird looking ring. Seriously, (laughs) seriously. Okay, so speaking of engagement, the other other engagement I wanted to bring up is Avril Lavigne got engaged to Maud's son, who is... He just comes off as like the biggest clout chaser in Hollywood. And I also made out with him and I'll almost. Yeah. Anyway, that's all. Oh, I'll my say. God. You were like technically with Avril. Yeah, I was basically <laughs> making out with Avril. She she feels like she'd be a terrible wife. I don't know. She, I feel like <laughs> she's just real bratty. Like, really? She'll just like yell at you Is and she then bratty? Like, kick you or something. Like, <laughs> just like, I don't but know. Like, she's just like a bratty, <laughs> snotty kind of. She'll be bratty at 65. It's not bratty. She's a punk, okay? She's pop yeah, punk. Like, I don't know. I just, it's a little too much. But I'm fascinated that you made out with him. Well, yeah. When was this again? I was at his house. It was about, I don't know, a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But he was. Oh, he's really annoying and obnoxious. He's the kind of person who like, you know, those people who just they do anything to be like, because I'm different, you know, yeah, like well, that's he's Avril like real for you. Yeah. So they're perfect right. for each other. So he was yeah. like, I'm going to jump onto like we were. Oh, my God. 
Like <laughs> when you're like walking down the street and he's like, I'm going to jump on top of this car and be like, because I'm so crazy. Oh, like yes. that kind of person. Yeah. And then being at his house where he's just like, <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, you know, like he's trying to emulate. Um, Who's the one that was married? He's like trying to emulate like Tommy Lee, you know? Got it. Okay. Uh, okay. He's okay. just like, I don't give a fuck, man. I'm just on a bender. Right. That's it's very cool. intentional. Yeah. Have you, you know, like, I don't ha- care. Ha- have you ever watched that show on Netflix? It's called, it's um the the something house. It's about the YouTubers that live in the house. Yes. Um. Oh, gosh. Yes. Oh, fuck, I, I forget, forget it. it. But anyway, the net net it's is like that the you watch house, it yeah. and you real hype house. You watch yeah. it and you realize they're all really boring people that they just like make 15 second videos and they act outrageous but they're boring i kind of figured that this guy is like similar like he feel he's acting like he's in a youtube video but then he goes home right. and he stares at a wall probably yeah 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 probably he was dating um before avril he was dating he, he, bella thorne and then for and a then while. tana oh, okay. mojo for a little while oh, after because they were he's kind of chaser. they were like in a thruple for a minute i believe right because oh, wow. bella, and and bella was like dating tana sort of yeah and, and he's just too old for this too in my opinion he's like how, how old, old is, is he? he well i think he's right for avril i think they're about the same age yeah because avril is older she's just ageless looking oh actually oh, she's I, 37 I, he's 35 but see but oh. tana and bella are 23 and 24 yeah. so when she he was dating them they're like probably 20 both 21 around yeah. that age it's like okay grow up <laughs> did you grow see up. the articles about like uh, ryan cabrera's wedding to alexa bliss I did see, I saw a picture of it, but I didn't see what well, was going I was, down. I was kind of obsessed with it because they got married and their whole thing was like, we're different. We don't want to have the oh. regular wedding. So they, the, <laughs> the wedding invitation was like, dress up like you're going to like a shit show, like it, like it's rock and roll themed. And they were elated because like one person dressed up in a Pac-Man suit and then they gave out shots in the beginning of the wedding. Is that something that you guys would be interested in going to? Sure, I'll go. I mean, I'd like to, I'd <laughs> like to for go Instagram. for the party of it, but like for my own personal wedding, absolutely not. I'm, yeah. I'm curious what your thought is about this whole, what's been happening recently, which is kind of that like Ryan Cabrera wedding, this mod son, Avril Lavigne, um, uh, MGK, Megan Ugh. Fox, right. Travis thing where everyone's like, they're like my blood and lifeline. It's all really over the top. It's very embarrassing. I feel like the problem is, is that in order to get enough likes and comments, like that people don't scroll past your posts, that right. you have to be more over and over and over the top. It's yeah. To the point where it's like obnoxious. Like the new thing, I feel like you have to kiss somebody instead of kissing them. You just like, stick your tongue out and touch the <laughs> right. bottom of your tongues. And I'm like, I mean, I get it. Like you want people to pay attention when right. they're scrolling through, right. but at the same time, I'm always thinking of like five, five, fives. How will this affect you? Like five weeks, you know, five years from now, like, are you going to look back and go, Oh my God, I'm such an absolute idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. It's very true. By the way, I feel like he's definitely trying to get in on that crowd because she, Avril is touring with machine gun, Kelly and uh, Travis Barker. Makes he's sense. he's been I will say though he was friends with that whole crew beforehand. But now he's got a lifelong in if he marries her. Now but he's, Travis Barker's probably what forty eight years old. 
Yeah. I'm just trying. I feel like I'm just starting to get really jaded and disillusioned with some of these celebrity pairings because it does mm-hmm. seem like, like you said, it's about trying to grab attention on the internet yeah. and trying to be like the next couple goals thing. <laughs> you know, it's going to be the next thing. It's going to be like, we're such a good pairing. We urinated in a pot together. So, yeah, we could, yeah. so we could just mix our urine and then we pour it over our heads and then we oh, lick it up. No, they're going to make like, no, the next thing is the future. They're going to be like, oh, we took some of my DNA and her DNA instead of yes. just having it. Instead of just having a baby like a normal person, <laughs> we decided to create like clones of each of us so that our love is immortal. And these there clones will and these clones will exist in this house where there will be a camera 24 <laughs> seven yes. and you can stream it here on our channel for $4.99 a month. And it'll be called Hyper House and it'll be run on like HBO that. Max. Oh, I like that. I like that. Go. Or it can be like, you know, the clones <laughs> have an OnlyFans. So you're not <laughs> oh, actually, right. you're, you're not actually watching Courtney and Travis have sex, but you are watching their clones do right. it 24-7 in that this house. Right. So you're like, I'm not going to show you my labia, but you can see my clones labia. (laughs) Right. Basically the same thing. And then, of course, there will be the accessories that you can you you can buy, like the fleshlights or there's actually that's a whole new thing of of posh. A new business. What's what's, what's her name? Poosh. 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 Is that really the name of it? Poosh. Poosh. That sounds like a parody of her brand. I know. Poosh. Anyway, so that'll be a whole new <laughs> section of poosh where you can buy all of these, all of this fan paraphernalia for the clones in there. You know what? Speaking of house. poosh, which is close to goop, there was a girl, uh, Elise. That <laughs> really? Was like the Shocking. Sec- <laughs> the second in command to Gwyneth at goop. And now Elise has come out and said that all of these cleanses are bad for your bodies. And I'm like, shocking. Wow. That was what you were talking about. <laughs> nonstop vagina candles and green smoothie. Um, you know, I don't know. Flaxseed detox. I kind of love how shameless she is. She's <laughs> just here like peddling anything she possibly can. It's wild. She's never it sold it either. That's kind of interesting. Right. Sold the actual brand itself. Yeah. Like she still has ownership of it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mm. she she got like the Netflix deal. Now and that everything. is someone who I would love to be a fly on the wall in a day in the life of Gwyneth and really see behind the scenes like what the dynamic is. I want to hear conversations between Gwyneth and her kids because I think her daughter seems super funny. Like she makes fun of her all the time. That's... she's. I I feel like Gwyneth is probably pretty cool in real life. I do. I feel like she probably just doesn't give a fuck. Well, I she, think I think that she's been around long enough that I w- love how snobby she can be. To like, right. like I'd love to see her around hype house kids. You know what I mean? She's probably like, <laughs> really, losers, get out of here. <laughs> that's, that's that saying. would like, be my favorite. But her daughter gives her shit. She'll say, "I think my mom's been on a fast her entire like the entire <laughs> time that I've been alive." That I think is like when when somebody puts their older parent in the place, and especially when the older parent is snobby. But I also really love her snobbiness. I right, enjoy right. it. Her right. daughter just fully calling her out on all the bullshit. Totally. Well, this, is, this is what we talked about, Kate, and I'd like to know your opinion. But a couple months ago, we were talking about celebrities and I was saying like the thing that I want about celebrities is kind of like what you were saying when we were on your show talking about Real Housewives of Orange County. I want them to be out of touch. Totally. I want them to be celebrities yeah. who are <laughs> wealthier. That Oh, for example, J-Lo and Ben Affleck. Did you know that they are looking at homes that are they they were in escrow but fell out of escrow it was 55 million dollars and they've been touring other homes that are in the 60s or 70 millions i like that yes because you (laughs) want them i want to 
I want to imagine them in a sea of white, just a bed covered in white. Right. And then they have like a butler that comes in and that right. their kids all hate each other. His yes. kids yes, hate yes, her yes, kids. Yes, 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 and yes. that they don't really <laughs> care because they live in a love bubble where yeah. they just w- walk around their house in white robes with heated right. floors. Yeah. And there's caviar at like right yeah. beside them and rosé always available the kids, they don't drink it they just like the look of it you yeah know? Right. they just like yeah. the way it looks the kids have never yeah. even met each other they, because yeah, they're in say, different uh, wings of the house they probably don't yeah. even know the other kids like the the names of their <laughs> no, like, no idea. children yeah. that's never. how i would prefer it to be right <laughs> yeah right they're like the blonde one yeah. i think <laughs> i think that's why this whole new like the mod son Avril Lavigne, MGK, Megan Fox vibe. I don't like. I'm like, listen, you all, you all love on each other the way you want to love on each other. I don't like it because it feels like Thirsty. all the e- if all it feels like all the emo kids I grew up with. Yeah, they're all now their main celebrities, and so I'm just like these kids just seem like the kids I went to high school with. These were like my friends. The way yeah. that they're interacting with mm. each other. These aren't like a list celebrities who you know don't even look in each other's direction, but apparently yes. are in love and married. Mm. <laughs> like, and, and, and there was a time where the Paul Tros and the JLos would never give an interview because they liked the I illusion know. of like, I'm too cool. But now it's like, who do you want to talk to? Like, uh, like, I'll just do an Instagram live. I'll do oh, a TikTok live. I'll do totally. a dance routine with a TikTok star um, just to be it's relevance all totally. the time at all times. Oh, my God. Yeah. If I was an A-lister, I would never have a social. I would never have an Instagram. I would yeah. do. No, absolutely not. I That's would do a way to go. I would do very few interviews mm-hmm. and it would just be like, a, you don't really know me. And I show up, you know, whether it be on stage or on the yeah. screen sometimes. And you get excited when I do one interview on like Jimmy Kimmel. Well, wait, what if you became it? an A-lister right now, though? I would delete all my social you media. Would. A wow. thousand percent. Yeah, because you, an you look at Madonna. A-lister. Did you see the TikTok video Madonna did where you're like, oh, no, no Madonna doesn't exist oh, in a world no. where there's a TikTok. You need to go home to your house in, in, in England and just write songs by a window like we should oh, no. see you. You're too good no. for this is beneath you. Yeah, no. Madonna, you are Madonna. Just yeah. don't be. Uh, yeah, no, the A-listers, I don't like them on social media. I want to have the illusion for forever. Yeah. You know what's a good, um, by the way, a good uh, music documentary? Which what? one? The Bee Gees. Interesting. That's a cool one because they were pr- much more private than c- current contemporary bands, and they had so many mega hits, and their lives were just really interesting. Huh. HBO, I love a good Bee Gees doc. Okay. Did you ever watch Love and Mercy about the Beach Boys guy? No. I don't have an affinity for the Beach Boys, but if you tell me to watch it, I will. So this is what's crazy. It's a it's a dramatized like movie, but it's actually a true story where like the the singer of I don't know what his name is offhand of Brian the Beach Wilson. Boys. Thank Brian you. Wilson. Thank you. Brian Wilson. He was like a genius, but basically this manager, long story short, this manager took advantage of him and basically got him on like these moods he basically oh, it was like the britney okay. situation where he had him on the these crazy mood stabilizers that had him all just like whacked out all the time and he was manipulating him and like keeping him hidden away and was like totally in control of everything about him but then he meets this girl who works at a car dealership and they kind of like strike up a thing and she realizes that there's something weird going on and they start dating and she basically rescues him from this situation and it's a true wow. story and they got and married and they're they still, did together. Get married. still together still together 
Wow. But she kind of like rescued him. It's pretty, it's pretty wild. Wow. Yeah. But that whole like predatory manager, like all that kind of thing is so crazy. Mm -hmm. So scary. Or by the way, one last person that's had completely private life, Dolly Parton. Yes. Right, right, right. And we love Dolly. (laughs) There's been only one picture of Carl, her husband in like the last 30 years. And he's dead sexy. Um, but a lot of people didn't think he even existed <laughs> he's dead. because he she never goes anywhere with him because earlier in their relationship, he said, I am not into this. I don't want any part of it. And she said, OK, fine. So they another really managed to have a private life. It's very cool. Y- you should listen to the Dolly uh, podcast documentary all about uh, NPR. Put it out. It's really good. Um, OK, so other news. Kylie's okay. baby still does. It, it seems like it still does not have a set in stone name. Well, you know just why? To, it's because they named him Wolf and then some well, Instagram right. influencer went bananas and said, you stole the name from me, which is absurd. No one has a uh, trademark on a baby name. Yeah. Someone so said you stole- I think she backed off and was like, OK, well, now we don't think that name really matches them. Well, and I think that's why that- she's not saying it. Well, it wasn't only that person either. Everyone, which I don't know why everyone was saying that Wolf was such like a weird name. Like there was so much Internet hoopla about like really? what a weird name it was i, I feel like was nothing weird about and, like, it like stormy so is not like that's like a Strange. super common name stormy yeah. right but wolf i feel like i know like three children named wolf yeah i know i feel like there's a kid in my daughter's class named wolf <laughs> <laughs> probably no but people were like saying there was a lot of internet hoopla about it i don't really know why i think you name your baby and then you make no apologies for it. That's your sure. baby's name and everybody else can fuck themselves. You had the baby. You gave birth to it. You're going to be responsible for it for the next 18 years. Yeah. No one has any say in your baby's name at all. Period. But end of sentence. Granted, I know a couple influencers who like changed their baby's name like a few weeks in and, it, and they didn't get any backlash about the name. They just were like. I feel like we made the wrong choice for the baby. Yeah. Like they had picked it while they were pregnant and then they had the baby and they're like, this doesn't feel like it fits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so I feel that. like it also could be that too. Or just like, it just, it just straight up doesn't fit. Yeah, I, I saw that she mm-hmm. said that her and Travis both said this doesn't fit the baby. Like right. that's why they tech, like that's why they're saying that they uh, changed yeah. the name. Mm-hmm. But also I saw that she has apparently been like really been struggling with postpartum depression and been uh, having a really hard time. And that's mm-hmm. why they've been a little quiet mm. because she's been having a hard time so then you wonder there too where it's like you know if if she's getting all this backlash on the internet and she's already feeling like this postpartum depression that you know i i, I make sense I to me why she then wouldn't uh, want to share the name it's like you all yeah. no i'm not going to tell anybody she the can't name handle to get she criticism can't handle right, right now a deluge right. of negative anything because she's just trying to live in her own space and I love that's another one. I'm glad that she says that because people like think she has this perfect life. So that's a really important message for her to put out. Absolutely. A lot of times I feel like celebrities go through that and you hear about it afterwards and it's always their mm-hmm. choice to share what they want. But sure. sure. To have somebody living within it right now, I think that's pretty cool that she did that. Absolutely. I do think it's interesting, though. So the reason people are saying that they think the baby might still not have a name or they're just being hyper careful about it is that they were at whatever's family Easter party and they had the Easter baskets and they had Stormy and then it said baby Webster. Right. I saw that. So then they were like, oh, like, so then that's why people were like, maybe they, and that would be interesting if they still haven't decided on a name technically yet. But I remember, uh, I like to think that. Bodie Miller, the, uh, the skier. Yeah. He didn't name, they didn't name their daughter for like a couple months too. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. They really wanted to take their time. 
we have the we have the same midwife actually oh you did Mm -hmm. did you ever see that ultrasound um after they lost their daughter in the drowning incident they had the ultrasound and you can see what looks like another baby in the ultrasound like an angel it was so cool yeah and she had a pretty i mean they have like they have eight kids now i think he had like he had some from a first oh did he okay marriage or relationship but they i think they have five together yeah Wow. And I know she had mm. twins too after I yeah. think I actually no, I think they had one after the loss of their daughter and then I think they had twins again and that was pretty cool. They had Now those, your their daughter's twins at home. name is Ruth, right? Yes. And then you had a boy? Yeah, his name's Franklin. Well, we took like a week to name him and then even after that I kept like seeing names and stuff street names and i was like should we ch- I, I i was questioning his name for a while now i think it fits him he isn't there a, a franklin Frankie. street in la i'm sure mm-hmm. yeah but and then yeah, what, i mean and then what is your daughter's name her name's ember ember e-m-b-e-r mm-hmm, very pretty mm-hmm. what are your kids Thank names you. um my oldest is amelia but we call her mia um huh. my, my son is jack holden um my Third is a little girl named Hayes, H-A-Y-E-S. Cute. And I have Sutton, S-U-T-T-O-N, and then I have mm-hmm. Caroline. Cute. Those are cute names. Cute. Did yeah. you ever, did you question them after anyone? Mm-mm. No, I'm like really into names. So I really put a lot of thought <laughs> into it beforehand. Mm-hmm. What, did your husband yeah. just go along with it? He's like, you take the, you take the reins on this one. Pretty much. But then when Caroline, my last one, uh, the middle name, uh, he couldn't agree to something. And I have a, a bunch of friends in the delivery room with me. So I think there were like 11 friends with me and my <laughs> husband and my last one. And so the oh baby was crowning out of my vagina. And I said, for fuck's sake, can we please like come like to the, and like what's the, what the middle name is. And he's like, I don't know. I still think we should think about it. I was like, the baby's literally coming out of my <laughs> vagina. I'm screaming with, there's a sign behind me that says pray for my vagina on the wall. <laughs> and um, he was like, okay, I guess. So they, all the friends left because he wanted silence for the baby naming agreement. It was so dumb. So they left and he goes, <laughs> I really would like to name the, the middle name Bella. And I was like, what? Like, I think whatever. I was like, fine. I don't care. Like my placenta is going to be on the floor in a minute. Yeah. So we agreed to it. And then they all came in the room and then they were all there. And then they, everybody cut the thing. But anyway, yeah, that was the only time where he was like, wait until the last minute. But otherwise, so you, 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 all, you always picked him before the baby was born. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But I could, I can imagine what that must feel like to have a baby, to look at the baby, to call the baby a name. And then to think this doesn't fit. Uh-uh. Right. Mm-hmm. And you've got all that pressure. They're like, dude, get the paperwork done. Get the before you leave the right. hospital. So you're like, like, okay. Like Jennifer, my friend who's on Housewives, she has three kids and they all go by their middle names. But uh-huh. I like, never get I'm like, where do that. did you come up with this? Like, so their daughter, Cece, uh-huh. her name is Vera uh-huh. Pajmia. I'm like, <laughs> I said like 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 a pajmina, like a sweater. Yeah. And Ryan said, oh, I just like kind of heard it somewhere. And I thought it would be a fun name. Pashmia. I'm like, Vera Pashmia, but they call her Cece. And I'm like, what? I said, what? So Cece named herself. I said, go and change her name to Cece. That's the name she wants. Yeah, if she's chosen that name. Every time, the is Vera every time she, it's not even her. Or her kids go to my our school. And every time the teachers was like, is Vera Pashmia here? And she's like, no, for love, call me Cece. <laughs> I mean, that's 
crazy. You know, there's whole families that do that where you where they call the children by the middle name. What's the fucking point? I You're going to call them by the middle either. name. Why don't you make the middle name the first name? I know. Yeah, what like is a, that? The only time that I get it is if it's like a family name where like, okay, we want to continue on sure. and make like thirds right. or fourths yeah. of whatever. And I then they go by the middle name. But when it's just a random name, then just. Well, true story. I went to school with a girl name and this is the honest to God truth. Uh, her name was Magic Rain and Moon Martinique Nelson D'Arenzio. And her brother's name was Joe. Why? Oh my God. <laughs> Magic Rain and Moon Martinique Nelson D'Arenzio and Joe. That's going to give you a complex if you're that, if you're <laughs> Joe Schmo. I'm like, she was practically, g- give her the ecstasy now. I mean, come right. on. Right. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I'm. I re- a lot. I remember my mom growing up told me that she <laughs> went to school with a girl named her first name was Splenda and her last name was Splendoria. So her name was Splenda Splendoria, and the brother's <laughs> name was Splendid Splendoria. Stop it. <laughs> Do they own what the Splendid Aspartame uh, <laughs> company? I was like, they better own it. That's the only reason that you would that you would do that to your children, where you have a name that sounds so much. I guess Ember Ambrose. I always think about hey, that now. True, after actually, with Ember my last Ambrose. name Ambrose, I didn't even realize when I was naming her. I was like, Ember Ambrose sounds like the same mm. thing together. Amber Ambrose, but Ember Splenda Ambrose. Splendoria is uh, feels Splenda intentional. Splendoria. I knew somebody named Rebecca Faleka. I went to college Her with last Stephanie Dorco. That's one too. <laughs> and my friend like Maura swears she went to school with these twins named Lamangelo and Orangelo, which that's a that's, a that's lemon and orange jello. But I was like, I feel like I've heard that before. That's an urban legend because yeah. I've heard that one too. Yeah. Really, Orangelo and yeah, Lamangelo. <laughs> yes. Okay. What last one I want to talk about. Did you guys know that Billy Ray Cyrus and Tish have already filed for divorce twice? And this is now the third time they're filing for divorce. Wow. Well, at least they gave it a good go a couple of times. She's I, gorgeous. I, know. I can't wait to see who she dates. I feel like he is going to be <laughs> on like Tinder in a hot minute with that long flowing hair and just like live his best life. Oh, mm. for sure. Mm-hmm. I on Raya. I, I didn't even know that they were still together because I remember when they filed the first time in like 2010 or something yeah. like that. And I never knew that they didn't get no. divorced. I thought that they'd been divorced this entire time. No, they got back together. And, and then I think they filed again in like 20, either 2013 or 2017. And then they got back together. Hmm. And then they just, you yeah. know, you know, what we should close out with. Let's pretend we know what they write in their profile for the, their dating apps that they I might like join. That a lot. Oh, I like this. Okay. 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 Billy Ray Cyrus is going to lead with like, he's going to, he's going to try to be like relevant for the younger crowd. So he's going to be like, (laughs) you might've heard me on Lil Nas X's old town road. Okay. I like it. You know, cause Mm -hmm. yeah. Or like, Oh, or he's going to have someone help him come up with it. And he's going to do something quippy, like with Hannah Montana. What was his name on that? Oh, you know even, what I'm saying? Yeah, I never watched Robbie, it. So it was know. Robbie Ray was his name on Hannah Montana. Ray. In fact, my yeah, AKA Robbie Ray. That could be his his profile. There oh, yeah, go. that's good. Because then, yeah, you're definitely connecting with the younger. I was looking up the lyrics for I want my mullet back. I was okay. like, oh, maybe there's oh. something in there. Okay. But my daughter, who is six, like I was saying, she uh, watched a few episodes of Hannah Montana mm-hmm. and has an affinity for Billy Ray, AKA Robbie oh, Ray. Wow. I don't know what's going on, but she's just has the just hard eyes for days. I'm like, so so he's got the youth. He's such a terrible actor in that too. Yeah, I would agree with you. Yeah. 
but I think I think you're right. He is going to use that to get the younger girls interested. Okay, Robbie Way. He's like, you know, you yeah. watched Ham Montana when you were 11, and you know now you're 24. So we you should know? hook up. And then <laughs> I feel like she's a big pothead. Like she talks a lot about pot. Tish? So that would definitely be in her profile. I like that. 420 friendly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just a bunch yeah, something of like that. Yeah. Weed leaves. Miley's mom. <laughs> right. Miley's mom. Miley's mom. With mom. The Yes. yes, dude. That's I love that because it's such an affront to the un- other children too. To Noah and uh, <laughs> yes. what's his name? <laughs> She's like the oh, designer, right? Destiny or something? No, no. The old, the older one who was in um, what band was he? Metro in? Station. Yeah, Metro Station. Oh, shake, 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 shake it. It was the boy Cyrus. I forget what his God, name was. Who knows? But oh wow, yeah. But I feel like uh, oh yeah. No, they've got four kids. They've got yeah, you Noah. were saying Destiny. Is that one of yeah, them? Yeah, I think one of them. Yeah. No, no, no. Her real no, name no, no. is Destiny. I just lied. And then she changed it to Miley. There you go. And this oh, is all full, Miley. It's all full circle because they gave her the name Destiny and they were like, we, why did we name her that? Well, the, no, then there's the older daughter who hangs out with all the bachelor people. Brandy. 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 Yeah. Why does she hang out with the bachelor people? I really don't know. And, I've and why do you not time. hang out with them? Because I think that they all love to be around one another. Is that because you live a real life and you like to have real friends? Well, <laughs> no, I always just felt like a little bit. I think I think it was stemming from getting pregnant shortly after the show. I think I felt like such an outsider, you know, just oh, like but, but they all wanted to be pregnant. They wanted to be you. I suppose so. Maybe Definitely. it wasn't exactly the most ideal situation, but it is now. I mean, so. it doesn't matter how old you are when you do get pregnant. I don't care what anybody says. There is a little moment. It doesn't matter how much money you have or how many <laughs> kids you already have where you're like, holy shit, can I do this? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Totally. Yeah, yeah absolutely. it's awesome. But yeah, so I don't know. I always felt like a little bit. I was like, hey. <laughs> A little bit of imposter syndrome, maybe. Do they ever reach out to you and they go, why don't we just do a collab? Because the people of Bachelor Nation will lose their minds. No, no one reaches out to me. That's surprising. I wish they me. would. I would I would collab with anyone who reaches out to me. <laughs> like, what literally if it, what if it was the guy that, that was just the Bachelor, Clayton? Because remember, oh, that's some girl recently said um, she totally hooked just up with him and he had to put them. on the geo tracker like I I was in another part of the country. <laughs> okay. okay. And, and then the girl was like, oh, my bad. That was somebody else. Yeah. So I want to break. Person. I want to I want to break this shit Bitch. down. No. OK. But yeah. she, no, OK. OK. But here's the thing. I want to break this down because so if anybody doesn't know, I'm not up to date. There was a girl named Sasha who went on TikTok who was like, I don't really know anything about The Bachelor, <laughs> but I was at this bar and I started talking to this guy and I went home with him and he told me he was Clayton and I didn't <laughs> hadn't seen the season and I went home with him. We hooked up. And then when I went back, I looked him up and he's like engaged or with a girl. So yikes, like, you know, hate to be the bearer of bad news here. But and then she said before she posted the TikTok that she had reached out to Susie, Clayton's girlfriend, with evidence to let her know ahead of time. So Susie stayed quiet for a hot minute. And then Clayton, like you said, went on uh, on Instagram and was like, OK, everybody, I was with I think he was with Nate. He was like, I've been with Nate this whole time. Here's my geo tracker. I've been in Arizona. She's in this girl's in New York. Like th- these are my timestamps. Like it's not possible. And this girl, Sasha, was holding to it like she was getting blasted by Bachelor Nation. You know how Bachelor sure. Nation is destroyed by Bachelor Nation. Susie had at this point come out and 
showed evidence to when like Clayton was on the phone with her and where his location was. And she had that all too. But this girl would not. She was like, no, it was Clayton. She's like, in fact, I'm going to get screenshot. I'm going to get, I'm going to get photo evidence leaving the bar. And she was able to get from the bar, the evidence of her walking out with this guy and so she went then on a reality live Steve, uh, um, sure. a reality Steve live thing because she was like, I'm going to send this to reality Steve because all my friends say he's who I should send it to. And I'm going to confirm that this was sure. Clayton. Well, apparently Steve saw it and he goes, this isn't Clayton. <laughs> and so then she had to go on and be like, I'm so sorry. But I, I like, OK, listen. I think for me, I'm like, don't go on TikTok no. and expose someone like this. Go ahead and slide into Susie's DMs and say, hey, just FYI, if you think this is what happened. But I believe wholeheartedly this girl thought she was with Clayton. Was she drunk as a skunk? How do Maybe. you think someone's Probably. a totally different person? But imagine, but imagine like there's no way everyone was like, she's a clout chaser. She's a clout chaser. I'm like, well, sure, she's going on TikTok and posting this. So there's that mm-hmm. element, which I don't agree with. But at the same time, I'm like, you're not going to then get all this kickback and then double down and be like, I'm going to get photo evidence to show all of you. Like she believed. And this guy told her I'm Clayton. Like she went home with a guy who's a Clayton imposter going around New York (laughs) being like, I'm Clayton from the bachelor. You want to hook up? Wait, so he said he was from the bachelor. Yes. He said he was lied to her. (laughs) (laughs) This is the craziest story. It's so wild. (laughs) (laughs) straight up lying to yeah. him he was the bachelor i'm dead and from the back yeah. like the photo i mean he looked clayton ish <laughs> like he definitely could pull off being if you hadn't seen the show and you saw a quick photo of clayton you'd be like oh yeah it's clayton it's like my friend george tate whose brother looks like the lead singer of van halen he goes out and he signs autographs <laughs> people don't know the difference they're like sure he's i bet the lead singer of van halen wasn't him Oh my God. It's so funny. I was, I I think we talked about on the podcast before my husband, when we were dating in high school, Dane Cook was really popular and he had the same hair as Dane Cook. Uh And he looked at the time a ton like Dane Cook. And we would go to (laughs) restaurants and movie theaters and they would give us free food and free tickets because they're like, we love your work. And he just wouldn't say anything. (laughs) Yeah. I don't, I'm not mad at that. I'm not. I'm like, I'm like, hey, you know, if you want to think he's Dane, then, you know. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. How bananas is that? That's I'm never going to get over it. And I do have to say. I'm glad it got straightened out, though, for Clayton and I do. And yeah, his I feel girlfriend. Bad for them. Well, yeah. they already have, you know, they already have such a, a dramatic ending. And then all of a sudden this yeah. is trending everywhere that he's that, a cheater. Right. That, and that sucks because you go online and you see that and you're like, dude, that's. I didn't do you know that's yeah. that's so frustrating when you're just like that that was not and then you've got to convince people like that was not me yeah like, that's that's and I felt like Susie handled it so well she was so low-key and was like this is basically what's going on like she handled it super well and yeah. then I saw Jason Tartik uh like a TikTok posted of him that he was doing a live show like right after all this Clayton stuff happened and he goes I've had a situation before where there were three girls who were commenting on Caitlyn's on a photo of hers telling her that I had made out with one of them at the club the night before and like relentlessly texting her about it and Jason and so then she calls Jason like where were you what's going on and Jason's like first of all I was with such and such second I would never do that in public like I wouldn't (laughs) do that in general but in public he's like and then he ended up 
like two hours later receiving a Venmo request from like one of them for $300 to like remove it or something like that. So it was like a whole scheme to try to get money from them. That's so wild. The underbelly. Interesting. The underbelly for sure. Well, Kate, where can people find you and all of your musings on reality? I feel like we've just talked for 17 hours and I'm not complaining about it. Um, (laughs) You can listen to my show, Reality Life with Kate Casey, anywhere where you listen to podcasts. And you can find me on Instagram at at Kate Casey CA. TikTok, it's Kate Casey. Lots of other places. Just look me up. Fab. Amazing. Thanks. Thank you so much Thank for joining us. I appreciate it. And, and then make sure everybody catches you on my show, Ripping Apart the Real yes. Housewives of Orange County, which is yes. oh, hilarious. We yes. get into the Real Housewives of Orange the County. Real the real of side of Orange <laughs> County. Exactly. <laughs> okay. The underbelly. Underbelly. <laughs> the underbelly. Chat yeah. soon, Rods. Chat soon. Chat soon.